If you're wondering what that sound in the background is, they, here at the studio, are uh, a local pool is being destroyed by some kind workers. Yeah, they're throwing bubble wrap in it when I was walking by earlier, and then they uh, just started uh, just dismantling the whole pool. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like they're taking up taking it apart with an oversized Dremel tool. I, that's exactly what they're using. <laughs> it's not a jackhammer. It's not even oversized. It's actually just a really just a, loud one. It's just a really just, loud Dremel tool. <laughs> yeah, no muffler. <laughs> so uh, we apologize for that. Uh, awful grinding stone in the background. But beyond that, this is between the profound and the profane. Whoa. America's number one comedy podcast when compared to Bill O'Reilly's comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're crushing it. Crushing it in Mumbai. (laughs) International. (laughs) Hello to listeners uh, at home and worldwide alike. At home and abroad. That's what that's what they say. In the biz. In the biz? In the biz. What biz is that? Uh that's a good question. What I guess radio, right? What business are we in? I think radio, sort of. We could call it radio if we want to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, radio and egg crates. Right now we're investing a lot in the egg crate biz on top of our studio biz. <laughs> Oh, we're like we're like uh, we're like rappers now because we're like producers and we uh, talk for a living. So it's pretty cool. So I mean, we rhyme, that, we rhyme sometimes. So that means that all of my dreams are slowly starting to come true. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Chaos Magic. <laughs> Indeed, man. <sighs> man. So, how's your fucking week been? <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, still like this. It. I don't know what it is. The cosmos is still raging. But um, I did manage to to try to get my mind off of uh, chaos and destruction by finding, um, like, disappeared cities. So that was pretty cool. That's a nice one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, one of them is, uh, that I read about was known as the, the Zone, Zone Rogue, <laughs> and it's in France, hmm. and... Uh, the soil is comprised of about 17% arsenic and about 100% guarantee of death to all living things for the next thousand years. So don't eat the soil in France. No, I don't know why people are like, ooh, French wines. It's like, no, they... World War One. <laughs> poison. Do you know how much poison gas southern France where you get all your wine? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Give me some Boone's Farm. Get that quality American soil in there. And to my right is the void where Josh would be sitting, but he is still on his vacation. Uh, send your love to him as we are now. I tip my hat. Thanks for tipping your hat, guys. <laughs> That's cool, Josh. We miss you, buddy. See you later, man. And I am your host, Chris. Doing this without our our third wheel is uh, <laughs> damn near impossible. I feel it is. It is really weird. Like uh, actually doing a trying to do a show because I think we had a rhythm down. Man. I don't yeah, know, yeah. But There's a definite good. rhythm with the with the trio. Yeah, but, but things, we'll make do. <laughs> we'll make do. Uh, I mean, we still got Professor Ooh, uh oh. hanging out with us. <laughs> he's he, he's keeping a watchful eye, and I, I think things should be sorted out 
uh, and we should move on to uh, what we'll call season two fairly soon. Yeah, yeah, season two will be good. I, this is a weird like half season sort of uh, period right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're kind a, of a season two is in the works. We're just trying to get uh, details, logistics worked <laughs> out. Yeah, all the logistics. This is our this is our gap bridge season. Bridge gap. <laughs> bridge gap. What? Bridge gap. Yeah, yeah. 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 This oh, is yeah, filling yeah. a gap. In the bridge. This is like releasing like a graphic novel in between the two two movies. <laughs> this is our Animatrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. <laughs> oh, man. It yeah. doesn't fully understand the philosophy, but it looks cool and it's fun to do. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to spend an afternoon. <laughs> That's what it is. There it is. The Animatrix. It's a good way to spend a fun afternoon. Yeah. (laughs) Between the profound and the profane. It's a good way to spend an afternoon. Are those guys just grinding those rocks louder than (laughs) ever before? Because I swear to you. Like, they hate... I don't know what the... Is this... Is Tom Smith behind this? Tom Smith is behind everything. I think so. He's, like, behind that wall, probably. (laughs) Our egg crate wall. This one goes out to Tom Smith, our number one fan at the NSA. <laughs> yeah, we'll send we'll send him a T-shirt. Um, subscribe, like, share with your friends. <laughs> you know, just you just play us around the water cooler. What are those crazy cats up to today? <laughs> yeah, man, I know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know we were uh, earlier uh, before we had the mics on. We were, we were talking bikes, man. We were, we were talking about some summertime riding, you know. Summertime riding. Summertime riding, man. I mean, I've never owned a motorcycle, much less really been on one. You've never been on some. You've never been summertime riding. No, no, no. Uh, I've read many books. Oh, <laughs> and I will say that Hunter Thompson's Hell's Angels sells the bike uh, pretty ingeniously. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's a big motorcycle fan. He, yeah, he was. He was. He was very much into his. Technically, fear loathing in Las Vegas was all about motorcycles. <laughs> Originally, yeah, yes. <laughs> We're about to gonzo up this podcast, aren't we? <laughs> We're gonna start off with motorcycles <laughs> and end with uh, with a horrifying tale. <laughs> The motorcycle is like the uh, the modern wizard's uh, uh, ethereal steed, right? Yeah, yeah, you could say that. If you're going to be a uh, a rabble rousing anarchist wizard, uh, I think oh, you yeah. need a motorcycle. Yeah, Prius would not uh, reflect said <laughs> image. <laughs> no matter how many like dragon stickers you put on it, it's just not gonna be the same <laughs> yeah um my my mom actually just told me that uh, i should look at priuses and i'm like oh oh boy we'll talk about this after the podcast is over <laughs> oh prius i've got a job to go to <laughs> i mean it doesn't pay money mostly uh strangers listen to it but it's cool i like it <laughs> Like my favorite part of the week. <laughs> Being as I've never fucking owned a bike, I don't, I don't even know where to begin on, on bikes. Have you owned one since you've, uh... No, you've never really owned a bike bike, yeah? Uh, I've never... Well, I've never officially owned <laughs> a bike. Like, let me put it like... Never I officially have, owned anything. I, yeah, I've... Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh... <laughs> 
I've extensively ridden uh, actual motorcycles, and the bike I had was, uh, I mean, it, it was like a glorified scooter. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you're, you're, you're you lined know? up scooter. But it, was still, but it was still, like, really fun to ride, and it, it went 90, I got it up to, like, 95 a couple times. Was, I don't recommend <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Pro- Certainly not on any roadway. <laughs> Pro tip, kids: don't don't no don't roadways. build a plastic Chinese uh, scooter uh, out of a box. No, yeah, yeah. If it doesn't come fully assembled, like if you got to Lego it together, <laughs> and it has three stickers on it, two of them say "fail, fail," and then there's a green one on top of those two that says "pass." <laughs> Like, that just tells me the third person that's... Like, like, the first two people, like, cared about the lives and safety of others. <laughs> and then the third guy was like, why does this have a red sticker? This needs a green sticker. Now it's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't... Yeah, go and get a real bike, though, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a crazy... You know, you don't want, like, a crazy bike, especially just starting out. Really, I, you don't need a crazy bike, really, ever. Like, if any... <laughs> like any bike that goes like over 180 miles an hour is just it's just not needed <laughs> you're probably asking to die at that point right pretty much like the only reason to have that is if you are a motorcycle like if you're going to race that motorcycle like <laughs> like literally but you don't want to do that in in houston texas uh ever <laughs> no 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 the suburbia is not the best of places oh man or the outskirts of suburbia or houston is just uh if if you live in an actual city or if you live in a small town and are envisioning a city houston is uh probably 500 square miles of suburb surrounding a downtown area that has tall buildings but like literally for 70 miles on all sides any direction it's all suburbs all different types of suburbs oh yeah there's yeah there's suburbs where people will cut you off because like they're super rich and are counting their money in their car um like up up by the woodlands and then you got like people who are just so angry <laughs> like as you get downtown people get angry it's weird <laughs> it's like being around other people makes people pissed off does everybody just hate each other i don't think so no i mean actually it seems like people are like more typically more social than i am <laughs> Like, as far as, um, towards other, uh, like, like, strangers and being around other people. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, like, uh, lots of people like going, like, just out to, like, the mall. Like, they'll just go out shopping and stuff in, like, crowded areas <laughs> just, like, kind of for fun. And for me, that's a very unfun thing. <laughs> I don't know many people who going to the mall is a fun thing. Uh, well, I'd say there's quite a few. I'd say there's quite a few people that do that. <laughs> there's a lot of people out there. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I just maybe it's just the people that I hang around. Maybe it's a generational oh, thing. Yeah. But like <laughs> most of the people that I know, even on like a vague acquaintance Facebook status kind of way, none of them like shopping at the mall. Uh, yeah, that's I guess. Well, yeah, I guess that's who we hang out with. Though. <laughs> I guess so, because I I think there is a large amount of people like to do that. <laughs> Which, once again, we also grew up in the poor suburbs, so the only thing to do was to go to the two local malls that weren't exactly local. They were outside of the suburb area. Yeah. (laughs) Just outside of reach. (laughs) So we all grew up kind of hating fucking malls. 
Yeah, maybe that's yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anybody who grew up in this area or in an area like this, not a big fan of the mall. I liked. I used to like Spencer's gifts, man. <laughs> I don't think they're a thing anymore. No, they're totally there. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Bad. No, everything. Everything <laughs> that you remember from the mall is still at the mall. I promise. Oh man. In a way, that's kind of tragic. Isn't it? I was it? hoping it would be like an awesome relic of the past. No. So like, I don't stumble in there one day, like you know five years from now <laughs> and be like oh shit this place does still exist and it's nowhere near as fun as i remember <laughs> i mean it's it's exactly the same it's still filled with black lights and plastic dog do oh cool <laughs> all right well nice cypress hill posters um i don't know i haven't been that deep in one in a while no oh, okay but yeah. I, I definitely haven't been in there looking at shot glasses yeah, or plastic <laughs> bongs you know <laughs> Oh man, yeah, the beer bongs that were there for like forty dollars, and it's like this is just three dollars worth of tubing. <laughs> just, this is just plumbing equipment. <laughs> Kids, you don't gotta buy a beer bong. Uh, DIY. Build your beer bong. Budweiser Select is the perfect beer to <laughs> drink responsibly out of a beer bong. <laughs> Be sure to label your beer bong drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just put a big sticker on it. <laughs> oh, God, with a great... Yeah, like, and, uh, you know, it, I'm sure, like, in the pamphlets when you buy when you buy them, they'll just say, uh, with a great beer bong comes a great <laughs> responsibility. <laughs> Comes with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's also a fun trick is when your friends are up on the beer bong, put your thickest, hardiest ale into the beer bong. Oh, and man. watch your friend choke on foam. Yeah, let them do one that's like a Michelob Ultra. So it's like, oh man, I could do this like again. And then you go and give them a San out Sam Adams Boston Lager. <laughs> Or Guinness Stout, not Draft. <laughs> it's like drinking heavy Irish cream. <laughs> if you do this enough times, eventually your uh, your your body will become superhuman, oh, and you'll be able to uh, separate inside of your esophagus the booze and the alcohol from the heady foam that comes pouring out, and you can just vomit foam all over your friend's be- uh, bathroom. You could. You could do that. You could do that. I don't know if that's beer bonging responsibly, though. <laughs> I think you should uh, vomit in their in their backyard, probably. Usually, that that would be far more responsible <laughs> way to beer bong. You should definitely be vomiting in backyards. Don't vomit <laughs> in bathrooms. Uh, somebody has to clean that up. Yeah, uh, and usually it's not a person who's having a very good time. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, like uh. <laughs> Oh, what was I going to say about... Ah. Uh, damn it, I lost it. I lost it! Cut! Cut! Brian! Brian! Cut this! Cut this, Brian!
good. Feeling real good. Oh, man, they are being so loud. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They're like they're. It's like they're combining their powers. They're like the opposite of Captain Planet. They're like, let's drain the pools and uh, trim the grass. That's the exact opposite of what Captain Planet wants. I thought the opposite of Captain Planet was Captain Pollution. Uh, yeah, but he's uh, in charge of the EPA now, so. (laughs) (laughs) I guess all's fair. (laughs) All's well, it ends well. I don't think any of those guys have ever been on the back of a motorcycle. Probably, probably not. <laughs> the are you talking about the the guys destroying the pool that's below the house, or uh, um, maybe I was more talking about or like, the, uh, head of the, the head of the EPA. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the head of the EPA. Um, that's less likely than the guys actively destroying that pool. It was a perfectly fine pool, by the way, right? Like, I mean, it, it was a nice little... Yeah, I mean, last time I hosted it, it was fine. Yeah, it looked, it looked pretty good last time I seen it. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, head of the EPA, I don't think has uh, been on... Shouldn't that be a job requirement uh, for all uh, elected positions? Like, You have to have been on the back of a motorcycle? You had to have been on... Uh, like, you've had to have either been on the back of a motorcycle or ridden a motorcycle. Like, at least, like, at least uh, 50 miles. You have to have 50 miles of motorcycle time under your belt to be an elected official. <laughs> It'll change how you think about the world, man. <laughs> I mean, Motorcycles are like, uh, it's like uh, psychedelics for congressmen. Would, uh, is the motorcycle, like, uh, at some point a... Uh, It's not something that it has ever been. The oh, motorcycle oh. is not something that's ever oh. been or, like, should be controlled by the ruling class. It is a working class vehicle. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, that yeah, they you know, the fact they've changed it into a, uh, like, like I, a motorcycle would work perfectly for, like, how I live. But they, uh, they won't let me get a motorcycle because they want all, like, they don't finance motorcycles. Yeah. Like, I could get a brand new car financed to me that I can't afford, but, like, I could afford a motorcycle, but they make it so I can't, even though it's a quarter of the price. They're toys for, uh, they're, they're now toys for suburban doctors. Yeah, that's what they, yeah, they call them, uh, they... They don't call them recreational vehicles, but it's something to that effect. They call them they call them fun. Yeah, they basically call them fun time toys. Yeah, they're fun time. They're fun time vehicles. And I'm like, no, I need a legal motorcycle so I can go 150 miles to like try to make some money because <laughs> <laughs> I live in the middle of the goddamn woods. <laughs> well, so it's just economical. Yeah. So I, you, you never have to fucking give anybody a ride ever again. Oh man, that's really good. That's a really good point. It's a great selling point, isn't it? That's a really good selling point. Nope, <laughs> maximum one person. It's it's, it's going to be a person I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
You got yourself shit-faced again. Oh, better call an Uber. <laughs> and not where you live in fucking Spooksville. Uh, by that I mean spooky town, not... <laughs> it's Yeah, it's very... It's, it, it's a legitimately spooky, Look scary back on our Groveton special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rats, punks, explosions. You'll understand. It's, it, we'll call it... It's the middle of a national forest, and national forests get really scary in the dark. But anyway, national forests are a great place to have a bike. Oh, yeah, dude. It really is. It's perfect uh, terrain and everything out there. All those curves and hills. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> like, the as long as it's, like, daylight hours, like, any time between sunrise and sunset, it is great to be out there on a bike. Now, I don't know, uh, like, I think we mentioned earlier uh, between us about, like, riding at night and shit, and that's... Riding at night on those country roads is very, very dangerous. Yeah. Very. <laughs> Which, that also, that, that, that's a lot of things that go together. I mean, like, uh... Honestly, driving my car out there is dangerous at night. Like, oh, yeah. driving a car out there. Um, I've had deer, like, run out, like, luckily... Luckily, I drive kind of slow at night up there because there's there's no uh, street lights, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's just forest and a road that cuts through it. Which there's also that thing of like, uh, if you're riding at night, period, you should probably like, dude, should get away from black leather all the time. Like oh, yeah. that whole that's uh, a weird thing, man. <laughs> that whole image of the of the bike rider. You don't want to be on a black bike with a black helmet. No. <laughs> with black leather jacket. <laughs> Yeah, riding I'll... anywhere. Actually, even during the day, you don't want to be decked out in all black. Oh no, it's easy to not notice that guy. Yeah, not to mention like we're we're broadcasting from Houston. <laughs> like, <laughs> like screw wearing black all day. Like, it, it, like that's just gonna make your helmet like twenty degrees hotter for like no reason. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, the swamp is not a place to wear black. Period. No, <laughs> which is also kind of a problem a little bit with uh with the bike in this area is yeah, yeah the uh, heat yeah the heat. Yeah, it does get like I said, uh, or, uh, um, like going up to the store and stuff. Like a lot of times, I personally would um, not get fully dressed. Like basically, my rule was if I was going less than twenty miles an hour, I would, um, you know, just ride, you know, in whatever. Essentially, you know, t-shirt, shorts, and no helmet because it'd be so hot. <laughs> oh yeah. But if I knew I was going to be going, like, on the freeway and stuff, like, it's really not too much of an issue, because you're literally, you know, you're, you're surrounded with wind, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, you definitely need to bring water, that's for <laughs> sure. Like, more so than a car ride by far. <laughs> no, you just don't want to be, like, wearing a leather jacket in the middle of summer. Yeah. That's when you and need you're getting your... a workout on a bike, yeah. too. <laughs> so, like, whatever you're wearing, you're working out in it as well. Yeah. <laughs> They're awesome. They're awesome uh, vehicles, though. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why they ever decided to start calling them toys. Like I don't know who came up with that. Like it had to be like Henry Ford or some other Nazi supporter. <laughs> I'm sorry, sympathize. Some congressman uh, after the '60s. Oh, okay. Is that yeah? Probably. You know that's you know that's the tricky '60s. That's just federal government poking into people's lives again yeah that that's really all it is because it, it's total nonsense that a motorcycle that cost uh seven grand brand new is uh not available for purchase through financing that a car that's worth you know 30 grand 
would be. Well, I mean, they had mm-hmm. they they had to take it away from the rogue class. Uh, you know, like in the, in the '60s, it was the the uber underclass, like people who would be considered oh. below us okay. in class who were driving motorcycles. It was the the most outcast. I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess it did when the, during the Hell's Angels, like the peak time and yeah. all that. Yeah, and it still kind of is. I mean, that image uh, is still a thing the a imi- little bit. The image is still a thing the same way that the cowboy image is still alive and well in Texas. Like, it is a thing, but it's not also at the same time, it's not like most, uh, it's really not that common. Even the people that dress like, either, even the people that dress like a cowboy or like a biker from the 70s, like, most of the time they're, they're, they're neither, neither of those things. Unless they're in, like, a real-ass gang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, occasionally. Very rarely. <laughs> oh man just making everybody angry today well i mean you know like uh, is that what that's what we do now yeah that's what between the profound and the profane is all about treating everybody terribly <laughs> only on the bonushours.com now on itunes <laughs> oh yeah really we're on itunes now we're on itunes now dude I'm going to go check that out. Uh, As will I and all of those listening to us now. Badass. Oh, yeah, they're probably... Oh, that means they are probably on iTunes as we speak about iTunes. Uh, This one goes out to all those on bikes getting very angry at us talking about bikes. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, oh, I can't hit fast forward because I'm on a bike. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I hear your struggle. And uh, don't worry, don't worry. I would also like to say, what the hell are you doing listening to music while you're on the back of a bike? You really, really need to like be paying attention to what's around you right now. So oh. <laughs> you you can listen to music, just don't have don't have it blasting. <laughs> don't be blasting your music. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the really weird one, like uh, like some of the weird bike things, like that I don't approve of. Uh. You, you you hear those guys ever that have like stereos on their bike? Yeah, like where it's like loud, loud music, and it's like you know that like you can hear it from like two blocks away, but you know, and you can't hear what it's saying or exact. You kind of get the general like, oh, I know that classic rock, <laughs> and um, you kind of vaguely hear it, and you know that up close they hear the same thing you're hearing. Like they're not hearing it clear. It's not good for them. It's terrible for everyone else. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's just really weird. Whoever I don't know, I don't know if that. you can judge a guy on the back of a bike who's good by Yellow Brick Road. In. Oh, yeah. If he's just good by Yellow, Yellow Brick Road, then he's having a wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a better time than you are. <laughs> Although there is something. I don't know if I want to be listening to Goodbye Yellow Brick Road while I'm weaving in and out of traffic. And, and used oh, man. Yeah, that's mm, that might be the last song you hear, man. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you can goodbye Yellow Brick Road on uh, on the seawall in Galveston. <laughs> Ooh, that would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. I want to do that now, <laughs> dude. I really want to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket list, yeah, right there. It's on, it's on it now, dude. That is. That is the bucket list. Like, avoid jellyfish, goodbye Yellow Brook Road on the seawall. <laughs> on a motorcycle. It's got to be at an hour when there's, like, nobody on the road, though. So you can just yeah. kind of... Yeah, that's true. It does get a little bit backed up there in Galveston. Uh, ugh. Terrible town. I love that town. 
Oh, I mean, it's it's got a special place in my heart. It's where that sinking feeling comes from. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I go there. I go there here and there. I go there when I need to get away. Not, not when it's like, I don't go there because I want to go there. I go there because I have to leave wherever it is I'm at. I don't know. There, there is something to <laughs> be said. Outlaw island. <laughs> yeah, island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, there is something to be said to me about uh, being able to catch traffic flow south and uh, wind up at the end of the earth after an hour. Like we can drive to That's what is cool. essentially the end of the earth, yeah, uh, within an hour, and it's just it's a it's a way of perspective. Like everybody, I tell, well, no, I love Galveston. They don't get it. It's sort of like when I tell people I love Houston, they don't get it because oh. they don't look at it through that lens of like, no, it's a place where outlaws go when yeah. they need to get the fuck away. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tillman Fertitta owns the entire island, which means that it's run by the mob. But Bob, Bobbers, Bobbers. Bob Durst. But I mean, it's a, it's a little fucking he pirate cove. It. I think it was Bob Durst. <laughs> yeah, watch out for your neighbors in Galveston, man. <laughs> if you see one of them wearing a dress, don't ever approach him about it. <laughs> Especially if he's about yay tall. <laughs> His name's Bob Durst. <laughs> Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Well, he was a national case. He was a national case. I think I was right, isn't it, right? No. Bob Durst. I don't know what you're talking about. Guy in Galveston, uh, he had there's a whole uh, HBO documentary about him. Uh, he <laughs> shot he shot his neighbor, and he he he, he, he allegedly killed like a bunch of people from New York to Galveston. <laughs> like he's killing people everywhere. He, he killed a bunch but of. You, you won't say his name. I think it's I think it's uh, his last name's Durst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his last name's Durst. Yeah. Okay. I know why he did it then. Bubbers, I'm scared. I'm scared because he's he's familiar with the area and he's oh. not in prison. Oh <laughs> man, that's not good. So I'm not gonna like fully. I'm just saying someone with that last name <laughs> allegedly killed like a lot of people and, and paid he, a lot of money to. Uh, he did it all for the nookie. He <laughs> he might have decided to wear someone else's skin allegedly. <laughs> He, he allegedly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I do. You, do you have any idea who I'm talking about? Or Maybe uh, I'd have to look no. it up. But okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're really trying not to say uh, anybody's, I, I name, don't know. You're not, you're not I, trying to say a, a Bob. I believe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. what about him? What about Bob? What about Bob? It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> what about Bob? <laughs> Starring Richard Dreyfus and uh, Bill Murray. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That sounds really familiar. I'm not sure if I've seen it, though. You've never seen What About Bob? What About Bob is about uh, Bob, okay, played by Bill Murray, who's <laughs> a crazy guy, uh, like OCD to the nth degree. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he, he follows his therapist on vacation. Oh, wow. That sounds super familiar, man. I've, uh, I don't think I've seen it, though. I'll... came out in 1992. Uh, I want to say it was... <laughs> Directed by Zemeckis, might have been di- directed by a uh, a Ronald Howard. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, but I'm not sure. <laughs> what about Bob? Go watch it. Yeah, dude. I'll. I we might need to. We might need to watch that and uh, you know live stream <laughs> our our twitching feed. I, I had to show the manager it the other day. It's a, it's a good one to watch when you feel like uh, things are going out of control in your head. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that definitely applies. 
Now I have to watch it. <laughs> what about Bob, huh? Yeah. And it's not that HBO documentary <laughs> that uh, allegedly proves anything one way or another. <laughs> Certain characters in Galveston, Texas. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that What About Bob sounds way more better. <laughs> the one you were describing. Mo better. That sounds way more better. Hey, our president says bigly, so I can say what I can say more better. That's been a thing way longer than bigly, I can <laughs> tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm in our probes. <laughs> Hashtag crushing it. Hashtag they're crushing something outside. Yeah, Jesus. It's like all right. Like imagine the sound of an electric like egg beater. Like one little. <laughs> like imagine that, but someone's just hitting rocks with it outside your window, and it's working. It's yeah. They're it's, getting through that rock eventually. Yeah. Oh, and now there's a fucking chainsaw. I don't know why they're. Ta- are they taking a chainsaw? It seriously sounds like they're taking a chainsaw to it. It's also a leaf blower out there. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I refuse to look out the window. The one guy at the blower is just blowing away all the rocks. The one guy's using a Dremel tool that's way too loud. The other guy's just weed eating something. Bubble wrap. Just weed eating all that bubble wrap they threw in the pool. It had water. It already had a cushion. The universe is brutal, man. But you gotta learn how to like float through that chaos, though. Oh yeah, you gotta like you gotta become. Oh, I've been I've been floating in the chaos. I'm just getting pissed off by floating around. You gotta around become in a Jack Sparrow. You gotta become like a trickster god. You gotta become a Bugs Bunny. Yeah, uh, you have to become these archetypes, or at least invoke them into your life. Yeah, um, yeah, probably not Batman though. He wouldn't no, be Batman good... is not an element of yeah, chaos. No, and well... you don't want the Joker. <laughs> from that universe you need somebody like a like a jack sparrow uh somebody who you, you need to invoke the type of god who can ride into town on a sinking ship and then leave on the end up in prison but leave on the fastest ship in the harbor yeah that's the kind of god you need right now that, that's the kind of god this podcast needs i i agree dude that's the kind of god i aim to be that's the kind of god you should aim to be what if we're all god man Was that profound? I think so. What if we're all fucking God, man? <laughs> oh, man. That could be, man. <laughs> I think we should probably call it. <laughs> we might have to call it for right now, yeah. They're getting fucking closer and closer They're... with their non-motorcycle and oh. uh, buzzing. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like we were a little slow-paced today, but at the same time, I think... Uh... I think we're we're getting better with the uh, conversationals. Learning how to bounce it back and forth. Yeah. We might have went full gonzo on this, though. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh! It all started off with a motorcycle ride. Yeah. Yeah. What did we learn today, Ian? Uh, we learned that summertime riding is way cooler than being a 1970s Hellman. We learned that um, all congressmen need to have at least uh, 50 miles on a uh, on the back of a motorcycle so that they can understand where the working class and the wizards and the rebels come from. Yeah, I fully agree, man. They just need to understand like what traffic is 
and how it feels to be a tiny little piece on a giant board. But they should also <laughs> understand what it's like to, uh, to listen to Goodbye Hillebrook Road while riding down a seawall in a pirate town. Everyone deserves that pleasure. Yeah, bring Jack Sparrow into your life. Uh, yes, yes, we also learned bring Jack Sparrow into your life. Be a trickster. Where's the rum? Ride into town on a sinking ship and leave town on the fastest ship in the harbor. With a great beer bong comes great responsibility. This has been pro- Between the Profound and the Profane, the only podcast from two amateur jokesters and uh, their best friend and the entire town behind them. Woo! Good night, everyone! I am your Bobbit. All right. You are mine. I am Cassie. What's in your mind? I am your Bobbit. For this and other shows quite like it, please check out our website, bonushours.com.